Hey everybody, this is Kai. Before you listen to this podcast, I'm hoping you're doing well. I'm hoping your family, your friends and everybody around you is doing well. It is quite a year. And um, yeah, I just want to share this quote with you from Albert Einstein. I'm having it here right above my monitor. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. So first of all, thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for for sharing. Thank you for following. That leads me to the second point. Make sure to follow K-Tours Mexico on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Um, Twitter, I, I... I like Twitter, but Twitter doesn't like me. I'm not uh, evolving there. I'm not gaining any followers. And I'm, I'm really happy when I have a retweet or something like that. So if you are on Twitter, why don't you look up Ketus Mexico? And uh, we tweet a bit. On Facebook, we have a group, Riviera Maya Lovers. If you are listening to this podcast, you are most likely a Riviera Maya lover, or you are at least interested in what's going on here in the south of Cancun. So join this group there. We share uh, not only locals as well, people who are in love with this area, uh, sharing uh, their content there, uh, people are asking questions and uh, it's a pretty vivid uh, group. We are close to a thousand members. So head over to Facebook and uh, look us up there. Join our group, Riviera Maya Lovers. Speaking of traveling to the Riviera Maya, this podcast is all about Mexico, the Riviera Maya, and traveling through the COVID pandemic. I'm this, yeah, I am. I'm having a podcast with Claire McGuire, travel agent. If you are a frequent listener, you know her. She has been on our podcast uh, three or four times, and she traveled last week here to the uh, Cancun and Playa del Carmen area, and she's sharing with us how her experience has been, how she has been experienced uh, Mexico during the COVID-19 time. So I'm hoping you enjoy. And if you are uh, listening till the end, why don't you share our podcast and make it a bit more popular? Thank you very much for that. And I'm hoping you're having a good time. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Kai Tours Travel Tips podcast. I'm here with Claire McGuire, travel agent from the US. Hi, Claire. Hi, how are you, Kai? Uh, good, thank you. How about you? Doing great, thank you. I'm missing Cancun. I'm missing Mexico already. You, 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 I was about to say, you, you look great. You look uh, really like you were on uh, somewhere Caribbean, especially with that background. Well, um, the reason what why I invited you to today's podcast is you have been here uh, last week. You were, uh, yeah, you were on a work trip. Uh, that is always hard to believe when we follow your your social media, your beautiful pictures there. Uh, always a great job there. Um, why don't you uh, quickly introduce yourself for those? I mean, you have been now for the third time or fourth time on our Travel Tips podcast, but uh, please uh, take a minute, introduce yourself, let us know what you're doing. And uh, then I would like to talk about your last week experience here in the, uh, let's say, 
COVID situation, we are still, we are now, when we are recording this, today is the 28th of uh, September in 2020. And um, yeah, let's, let's talk about your experience here in Cancun. But please, uh, introduce yourself first. Hi, my name is Claire McGuire. Um, a lot of people call me up in the air, Claire, because I'm always traveling. It's my passion. Um, yes. I also own a travel agency called Island Girl Travel and Vacations. And one of my very favorite places and one of my most popular places I send clients is uh, Cancun, Riviera Maya area. Uh, so I've been working with Kai for a few years now, um, sending him lots of clients. And uh, we love working together. So it's... Uh, you, you call it your second home, right? I do. Now it's become my second home. I love it. I can't wait to actually one day move there, run my business from there with this view right here. <laughs> <laughs> it looks uh, beautiful. Claire, uh, thank you for the kind words. I enjoy working with you as well, obviously. And um, you, so you have been here to Cancun. I would like to share, I uh, would like you to share with our uh, listeners how your experience was from leaving the US. Which airport did you la uh, leave from? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I left from Pennsylvania, through, flew through Charlotte, North Carolina, which is a big hub for American Airlines. Um, everywhere, uh, masks are mandatory now, um, even in the airports. Um, any American Airlines flights, they require mandatory masks all the way from uh, checking in to the gates, um, all the way through the flights as well. Yeah. I was wearing masks, didn't have any problem. Um, sitting at the gate, everyone pretty much social distanced as much as they could. Uh, I was quite surprised the flight was actually full. Um, there was no available seats. Um, so that was you, you mentioned American Airlines. There was American Airlines? American Airlines, yes, flying out of Charlotte. And, um, and how did you feel, if I, if I, if I may interrupt, uh, what, what kind of emotions are going through or are you going through when you're sitting in an airplane? Uh, I mean, it's a personal perception thing, but how did you feel um, in, a, in a full airplane? Oh, I was jumping out of my seat. I was just so excited to get to Mexico. <laughs> it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Pretty much everyone on the plane was the same. I mean, everyone's just excited to get away. I think it's a lot of pent-up demand. Everyone's been locked in their houses for six months. So yes. I, I have the same idea that people are desperate to travel. And yes, so the, che the check-in process, are there, uh, I mean, you mentioned the social distancing. Uh, um, you mentioned everybody's trying it, uh, his best. Uh, what are the major changes here as a frequent flyer frequent traveler what what did you see as the the biggest changes now uh a lot of the airport shops and restaurants are closed uh, there's only um, a few open some of them um, in, in the u.s or cancun or both or u.s actually okay and the airport lounges are closed i usually take, uh, use the airport lounges when i'm changing flights um, those were all closed for the most part um, i believe they're going to be opening up again soon but they're definitely not yet i see But pretty much everyone that was on the plane was very respectful. Um, when you get in the plane, they don't do any service anymore. With no, uh, There's no drinks and food. Yeah, um, that's a major change. But attendants aren't walking up and down. They're not asking for anything. Yeah. Um, what they do is they give you a little plastic bag when you first board the plane, and it has a little snack, a little bottle of water, and a sanitizing wipe as well, so you can sanitize your little area if you wanted to. Yeah. And then at the end of the flight, they walk up and down, and they get your garbage, but... Pretty much that's it. Um, everyone's just sitting still. Um, there wasn't so many people getting up to use the, the, the bathroom as usual. And most people just sitting in their spot, holding as long as they can, just to <laughs> you know, not, not be moving and climbing over people and up and down. Yeah. The 
Yeah, you mentioned people were very respectful. I think that is very important that, that we respect each other and take care of each other, not making somebody feeling uncomfortable. So now I think the most important part of our, our podcast will be the arrival in Cancun and the hotel. Um, I mean, you saw how many hotels did you visit? I, I, I lost track. I, I did. I think it was like 23, 24. Okay. It was a work trip. You, you won't believe it once you see the pictures, but um, she was really checking out a lot of hotels there for you. So if you uh, want the latest updates, uh, please get in touch with Claire. You will find her uh, contact details in the description of this podcast. But Claire, how... Uh, what was the arrival like in Cancun? What is what are the people the people asking me? What are the measurements? What is what is happening there? Um, one of the most exciting things when I landed, there was no line in immigration, so that was no line. <laughs> you would expect a lot of a hold up, you know, to get through, but that was the easiest thing. Was that uh, there was a lot of immigration officers. There was no lines. People got right through. Um, when you land you go through a disinfection system. Uh, they, they have you step on disinfecting mats. Yeah. And you'll find that happens pretty much everywhere that you go. Um, before you enter a room or enter any, any kind of a building, there's uh, disinfection mats. Right at the, at the entrance, when you change from one room to the other, those, are, those are disinfection mats you step on several times you were mentioning? Uh, pretty much every, every time you go into a new room or a new location. Okay, what, what else? at the airport and then they take your temperature and you don't even know that they're taking it. Um, they have infrared cameras that kind of scan you and that happens. You don't times. even notice. You, you just go proceed with uh, the documentation and you, how did you realize that, that they are actually taking the, the temperature? Oh, because you see yourself on a little TV screen. Ah, okay. So they, they show you the monitor. I see. Okay, that's cool. So they make you aware that they're actually monitoring it. And okay, great. So uh, you went through uh, like a breeze. Yes. Um, there's also a questionnaire that you fill out when you land. Um, and a paper available. A little form? A little form that asks you, uh, have you been in, in, in contact with anybody who's had any diagnosis of COVID or have you had a fever? Have you had any symptoms? Um, and they list the symptoms to see if you have anything. And where do you leave that form? With a custom agent or? I see. Okay. So the um, sanitization mats, the form, the uh, cameras, uh, anything else? Uh, I think that was pretty much it. They sanitize your luggage, I believe, when you arrive as well. Yeah, I, I heard. Fogging machine. House, um, same thing. Uh, everybody wearing masks in the in the airport. How how was your your perception there? How did you feel? Did you feel safe? Did you feel uh, uh, taken care of? Did you feel uh, uh, somebody is not doing his job well? Or how was your perception when you arrived? Um, everyone was doing their job. I think everyone is just happy that there's people coming. Yes, that's. I mean, I can definitely confirm that after <laughs> after uh, three, four months uh, without having uh, yeah any any tourism here. Obviously, everybody is happy to do so uh, to, to to receive them, and uh, every traveler is welcome. Uh, through air travel, Mexico, just to clarify, was never closed. Uh, there are a lot of rumors due to the closure of the terrestrial borders. Uh, those borders are closed for non-essential travel and that caused a lot of confusion among travelers. But uh, air travel at all times, uh, it was possible 
there was a time where there were just no flights, but um, that pretty that was just two months, I think, and then pretty much uh, slowly recovered. Um, okay, airports. Then you got your luggage. How, uh, how did it go on? Um, then you get where your transfers are, all the taxis and transfers. Um, the transfers, most of the vans are only taking whoever's in your party. I had a private um, upgrade for no charge. They're not mixing people. The They're party. actually not allowed to uh, load full capacity at the moment. At this moment, it is 60 per, 60%. And yes. um, I think everybody's as well. Once again? I think most of them are even going less than that, um, unless yes. you're with a specific group. Um, that you want to travel with? I, I think the, uh, the private charters are encouraged anyway, and I think everybody is looking for that. But um, if you are not looking for a private charter, once again, uh, at the moment, uh, the, the maximum capacity allowed in those shuttles is uh, 60%. How did you feel there, the transportation? Fine. Um, they give us the sanitizing wipe as well. Um, the drivers are all wearing masks, and then obviously you wear masks. Um, is a respectful thing. I think it's a good thing to do. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, transfers were fine. Everything was good. Um, one thing I noticed, they usually give you um, some beer or some something, some a beverage, but a lot of them weren't doing that this time. Um, there was no uh, no amenities. <laughs> no, not as, not not usual. Uh, yes. Well. Um... It is, it is for the purpose of, of, of um, avoiding touch points or minimizing the touch points. That's, that's the only reason. Um, you very quickly come, like from my point of view, you very quickly have to uh, uh, narrow it down how to minimize those touch points or as well make, make your guests comfortable. And if you're handing over that bottle, that is an added uh, uh, touch point where you might uh, transmit something. So uh, as, as the operator, you think, okay, how can we make it as, as, as uh, easy as possible, as fluent as possible, and uh, as well with less touch points, obviously. That doesn't mean that we are not welcoming the people. <laughs> no, we, well, it's very understandable. So, so uh, arrival in, in the hotel, how was your 20 times arrival at, at each hotel. <laughs> no, but uh, if you can sum it up, maybe, and let's not go through 23 hotel experiences, but uh, if, you, if you could summarize your experience in the hotels, uh, how was that? Uh, pretty much, actually, they're all the same. Um, again, That's you get your luggage before they take it to your room. Um, the sanitizing mats that you stand on, um, yeah. just to take your feet. Um, they always take a temperature before you come in. Um, some are doing infrared and some are just testing um, on, on your arm. The, yeah. your arm. Um, all of them had a questionnaire. One of the main things you'll notice is this, everything's pretty much paperless now. Yes. So when you're checking in, um, you scan a QR code with your phone. Yeah. And that brings up, or they'll give you an iPad um, that you scan uh, at the QR code and then you fill out a, a health questionnaire again. Uh, quite a detailed health questionnaire at each hotel. And I believe that was a, a federal Mexican form. I don't it is, yes, I was about uh, um, to say it is part of the regulations they are okay. requesting, uh, again, to minimize the touch points. Uh, every restaurant here, uh, you won't get a menu anymore, for example. And it's, yeah, for me, it's very sad that it took a pandemic to, to, to reach that point. Uh, after 4,000 years using the medium of paper, actually writing or reading or whatever, now it, uh, you, we're finally getting close to get paperless. I, I, I really 
uh, like that part of the pandemic. I mean, there are many negative parts about that, but uh, avoiding the paper, the unnecessary paper, uh, that that's a great thing. Okay. Yeah. With all the yeah. restaurants in the in the um, hotels as well, that was the same thing. They all had QR codes every time you you go into one of the restaurants. Was it inconvenient? Because actually, this morning I read a I read an article, not an article, a post in, in one of the groups, uh, uh, a lady was complaining uh, that she was not able to get a menu, uh, even though she asked for it. Uh, she was like, you have to bring your cell phone, otherwise you will not be able to see what is on the menu. And uh, she, was, she sounded a bit upset about that. But was that for you an inconvenience or... Um, um, no, there was a few restaurants where you could ask for a menu, not all of them. Okay, they would have some, maybe a... Restaurant, um, you know, I went to, like I said, so many hotels and so many restaurants, uh, but yep. some did give you paper option. Um, most of them asked that you scan the QR code. Yeah. Uh, they all had hand sanitizer. They all took your temperature every time you went into a restaurant. <laughs> uh, many of them will say, we invite you to go to the restroom and wash your hands. Um, okay. Into the restaurant. Ma and then making you aware. Yeah. And you stand, stand on the mats as well, the sanitizing mats. Um, and all of, of course, all your waiters and waitresses, they all have uh, masks and a lot of them have the um, visors as well. And most of yeah. the people, most of the staff in the hotels have visors uh, to protect in, themselves. In, in the hotel, how are they uh, dealing with, with guests? Is it mandatory for you to wear the, the, the face or the mask? Or are they um, insisting? How is that working? No, they're not insisting that you wear a mask. Many people do, um, especially the first couple of days they arrive. And I think after that, they just kind of get used to it and say, ah, I'm not going to wear the mask. Yeah. Um, people wear them in the if elevators, you'll find. And they do suggest... There's a lot of signage outside of the elevators that say just travel, you know, with your party or maximum, you know, three people or whatever. In, in smaller, uh, smaller spaces and smaller rooms. Yeah, most people were waiting for the elevator, um, just traveling by themselves or the people that they were traveling with. They weren't really mixing. Yeah. That's a change. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, so in the restaurants, there's quite a bit of change. A lot of them now are requiring reservations because they're at limited capacity. Um, also, because the hotels are at limited capacity, um, they were at 15% the first week I was there. They've now gone up to, uh, sorry, 30%. Some of the hotels were only 15%, uh, but now they're up to 60% again. Yeah. More restaurants as more people come, but they are quite short-staffed, so there's been a little change. Did you um, notice the difference uh, in comparison to, to travel you, you did before, that the capacity of the hotels actually is less, that they uh, yeah. control it, that they, there are less people? Is it noticeable? Yes, um, and they also space the beds, uh, for example, the sunbeds, the lounges, they're all way spaced apart now. It's probably not too bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's nice, actually. It's, I can I, imagine, yes. I had, especially one of the hotels I went to, it was literally their opening day. So there was only 10 rooms, I think, out of 500. So I had a personal private service. <laughs> like every main private resort, a private pool, private jacuzzi. It was very nice. And, and speaking about the, the staff, uh, did you notice there that there's less staff? Or did you notice any uh, differences in comparison to, to earlier uh, visits? Um, there were definitely less staff in some places. Um, the staff in most places were so happy and just so excited to be 
you know, inter intermingling with people again and having yeah. clients and guests to serve. Um, some hotels, I would have to say, they were a little overwhelmed and they weren't necessarily as friendly. Um, overwhelmed in which way? If I, if you if you could elaborate a bit, what what you mean with overwhelmed? Too uh, many people and and they were just getting a little bit frazzled. Um, okay. They they didn't have all the help that they needed. Yeah. But I think it was a very temporary problem. I think it was just a teething problem. They had just reopened and they hadn't quite figured out the um, staff guest ratio properly. But I think that was just um, a very minor problem that was temporarily. Uh, yeah. I, I guess it, it, for, for many hotels, you just mentioned one of the hotels just started uh, operation again. Uh, for, for many of them, literally, it is like from, from zero to uh, 60% uh, from one day to the other. And as well, um, management-wise, maybe it's hard for them to predict uh, how everything is going with the staff, new regulations, and so on. So um, I think it was a temporary problem. I'm sure everything would be fine. Okay. Um, one of the other things, um, so I said, mentioned restaurant reservations. Yeah. Buffets are all different now. Uh, there's no self-service buffet. Most of them have stations now with a chef behind serving each dish or each area. Um, yeah. I serve food, the Italian food. They'll be serving. Um, they'll yeah. be serving you. You give them your plate and they serve you. The places how, that do how does that feel? Sorry to interrupt. How does that feel in comparison to, to going to the buffet uh, the, the way it was before? Um, it was fine. I mean, I don't mind it. I think some people that like big portions may be a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I guess you can just go, go back or just ask for another plate. It's not like that they uh, rationalize. Uh, yeah, is it not ratio anything, ration anything? No. I think uh, the guilt trip comes in that you don't want to ask for too much. Ah, okay. <laughs> so probably saves the hotels quite a bit of money, actually. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, pro probably. But on the other hand, there are. I, I think they had a lot of uh, um, investment going on prior, yeah. uh, in order to to step up to the uh, procedures they have to uh, implement and to, to they are mandatory there. So um, one thing. So again? Some of the hotels had a buffet, but they have everything wrapped in plastic. And I know that's your pet peeve, and it's not something I, I Yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but yeah, now you bring it up. Uh, it's uh, definitely uh, a false um, promise, because the, the, the virus could sit just on the plastic wrap. I mean, let's face it. If I, I saw so many uh, uh, posts about uh, even uh, TV remote controls or, or whatever wrapped in plastic for once a day, uh, single-use, throwaway plastic. And yes. um, what difference does it make if they clean the the remote, then wrap it in plastic, and someone is having I don't know coughing on it? The plastic is giving you a false uh, uh, feeling for safety. But yeah, uh, that is a different topic. I don't want to get too much into that. So, um, a few other changes um, in your room room service. Uh, most of the resorts offer room service. Yeah. Um, some of them would come in your room. They would ask for permission to come in your room and put your food in. Yeah. Um, some of them have, uh, especially they used to have boxes. They call it like a secret box that they put your food in that you don't have yeah. to actually interact with anyone. A lot of them have added that now that didn't have it before. And then some just leave your food outside and, and ring the bell and you come outside and you get your food and you go in. Um, some of the thoughts had removed the coffee machines from the rooms. I see. Okay. 
then you just you just order room service your your coffee. Well, you'd have to go out for your coffee, which um, I know some travel agents were a little um, little upset with that. So they did actually call down and ask for coffee machines, and they were coffee machines. If you ah, okay, that that would be a solution because just for me to understand as a coffee junkie, when there was earlier a coffee <laughs> coffee machine uh, which was uh, an amenity, uh, it was for free there. Uh, and, and now you would have to pay for the coffee because you're asking it, uh, or you're ordering it as a room service. Is that no, no, most room service is included? Depending oh, okay. On most ah. room service is included. I don't even have to prepare my own coffee. I just yeah. put your bring Some of have a ten dollar fee um, for a room service delivery for a meal, but very few. Most of the, the all okay. inclusives include your coffee, um, and then some even have um, a coffee shop, uh, like a Starbucks branded coffee shop in some places or even just their own little version of a coffee shop where you could get you know your cappuccinos your lattes and everything so you just had to go out of your room as opposed to making it in your room okay uh, not a huge inconvenience and like i said i know some travel agents actually asked for their, to get their own coffee machine to be put in the room um one of the other things um the gym i mean obviously you eat a lot <laughs> why obviously <laughs> it's a, it, it's a great way how you put it uh the gym obviously because you eat a lot um aren't you going to claire aren't you going to the gym because you love working out uh well <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you know i got my half marathon next week so i had yes to so uh, you went for the treadmill or uh, how was your experience with the gym? Um, so most of them are only open limited hours. Normally they're open 24 hours or, or a lot longer hours. Most of them are only open nine to five because they, they have to have staff. Yeah. Um, and only like one person or even two or three people in at a time, depending on the size of the gym. Yeah. You have to book. Um, yeah. You have to make a reservation. Some of them were having a little... Uh, a few challenges because the concierge was taking bookings and the gym was taking bookings and they weren't quite communicating. Uh, so that a couple of resorts. But I said, this is just teething problems that I'm sure that everything's going to be figured out. This was, that's I was figured out within a week. Sure, absolutely. That's yeah, just... it was very early on when they reopened. So I'm sure everything's sorted out now. But yeah. they are, you know, that's just one thing to be aware of. If you really are a gym junkie, make sure you get your reservation in or at least ask when you check in how yeah. the process is working. Very good point. Very Everything good point. Capacity, so. Any any other recommendations for uh, for our travelers who are desperate to go? Call me. No. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. You, you have at least 23 uh, uh, hotels on hand. You know, uh, uh, first-hand experience. Uh, how how they are working. How it. Uh, what are the pros and the cons of of each hotel? Obviously. Um, anything else besides? Once again, out with any special, special questions, and I get no obligation at all. I was just joking. Uh, if anyone has any specific questions, mm -hmm. um, or send you a message, and you can ask me, and I'll be happy to answer for them. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I was very, very impressed. Um, I would have no hesitation in sending clients, but on, on the premise that they take their own responsibility. Obviously, I, I can't predict. Any Obviously, um, common sense is is something very very helpful in these situations. Obviously, um, very good that you. There and all of the other agents that I traveled with, um, we all felt 
safer there than we actually did at home. And more people. I hear that very often. It's it's funny that you are mentioning it again, uh, because I hear that very often. I read a lot on Facebook groups uh, uh, of certain hotels and people who are here. They are saying it's incredible. I feel much more safer than I actually do uh, at home country without judging which country but apparently here uh in in the tourism as you said they're very motivated they're very keen they're very uh, uh um well you're yeah, welcoming and they want to do their, their job right so uh you are having a good feeling Sa same with us obviously i mean uh, from my point of view I want you uh, as a traveler to feel home safe and, and comfy and just don't worry that's that's the the idea uh, behind all of that obviously you you mentioned uh, uh in general you felt safe you you felt uh well uh, being taken care of uh outside the hotel if someone wants to go outside how how was your perception there how did it uh how were your time you, you traveled between the hotels you went to the beach i saw some uh, uh videos as well uh we met in the restaurant how was your outside the resort experience uh so i did take um several different um transportations between hotels i was just checking out different vendors that i work with um everything was fine with that um i went to eshkrat park um for the day and um, to see what they were doing yes they do require masks even outside, everywhere you go in the park, um, unless you're on a particular ride, if you were swimming in the in the That's, that's the difference to, to the hotel. In the hotel, they yeah. would not make it mandatory, but the Eshkaret Park, they made it mandatory? Must be mandatory, yes, unless you're eating in the restaurant. Okay, what what if you do not have a mask with you there? They they You have to buy one or they have some uh, at disposal? How is that going? Yeah, most of the hotels had masks available, so I'm sure um, Eshkaret did. I honestly don't know because we all okay. had masks. You had your own, yeah. Um, um, but they were sanitizing. They were also limited capacity as well. I see. Um, and I, I did excursions. Obviously, I did a nice uh, fun day out with the Kaitors, my favorite. Oh, you did? <laughs> did a serious trip. That was awesome. And um, again, very, very safe. I felt very safe right from the beginning when um, my guide picked me up from the hotel obviously taking extra precautions, uh, sanitizer and masks and face coverings and uh, felt very safe the whole trip um, on, in the car on the way to the trip, on, on the boat, uh, the captain, every all the staff and crew were wearing masks the whole time. Uh, for snorkels, they were sanitizing them and we actually got new snorkels for some of the... Yeah, like I said, for us, very important that you just don't have to worry about i mean it's natural that you have maybe th second thoughts or that you for a moment think about twice but um the idea is to 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 show you that we are prepared uh all our guides we as well uh behind the scene uh we did trainings and uh we, we communicate very well among each other and we are very strict with each other as well uh so we are not uh, risking each other as well. Um, yeah, I'm happy absolutely. to hear that, that you had a good time, that uh, you felt well there as well, obviously. Um, I had another question for you. Oh, yeah. Um, did you get somewhere, somehow, um, an idea what is actually happening? Should you get 
red flagged. Red flagged in the temperature wise, for example. Uh, Cancun airport, or you, you mentioned that everywhere you go, you get your temperature checked. Well, I think a very important question uh, is what would actually happen if you develop a fever or a high temperature? Um, I believe the hotels have doctors on call, um, whether they're actually on site or they, they would actually just call a doctor um, who's on standby. Yeah, that is, that's what I heard as well. Doctors on site, there would be uh, a test be done. Same thing on, uh, in uh, Cancun at the airport. There are doctors on site. So should you uh, get somehow uh, uh, yeah, flagged with, with the temperature higher than, than uh, it's supposed to be, uh, they would do another exam uh, there. And uh, as far as I understood, sh uh, they make a test. And should that test somehow uh, turn out positive, the way I understood it is that you are supposed to stay at your room. So that is uh, something that could happen. But um, on the other hand, traveling at this point, I think nobody would do that with a, with a fever. As you said before, we are all uh, very responsible. Uh, we should be very responsible with each other as well. Yeah. So I had my temperature taken probably at least 10 times a day, I would think. <laughs> every time you go in or out of the restaurant, every time you go in and out of anywhere. I, I think it's the, it's the, the best time to travel. Uh, everything... I, that was already my prediction a couple of months ago. Everything will be so clean, so hygienic, so sterile. Yeah, um, everything is very, very clean. I mean, it always is. I've never had a problem going to anywhere in Mexico, Riviera, Maya area, Cancun. I've never had a problem with any um, sanitation or cleanliness issues, but definitely it was very, very strict. Um, right. And they're only using the glasses one time. Um, they're not refilling your glasses. They'll give you a new fresh glass every time. That makes a huge difference. Okay, anything else? We are already uh, half an hour in again. Uh, time flies. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I would just tell everyone Mexico is open. Mexico is welcoming everybody. The resorts are ready for you. The parks are ready for you. The restaurants are ready for you. The shops are ready for you. Um, just be safe. You know, take your own um, advice. So, you know, take your own safety measures that you feel safe and you feel comfortable. Obviously, don't travel if you're unhealthy or if you've been surrounded by anyone that is unhealthy or you have any question at all that anything might be wrong. There, there are now as well uh, insurances uh, or even airlines offering uh, as well tests on the airport. Uh, I think it's it's all heading a certain direction now to make it uh, more comfortable or more easier to actual travel. Um, go ahead. Um, really important point, many of the resorts, and you might want to check um, if you have a particular favorite, they're offering health insurance when you actually... The resort itself, the, the hotel. The okay. Itself. And it's covering COVID, um, it's covering testing, it covers if you get sick, um, it covers extra nights if you have to stay. Um, so check with your resort or your favorite resort because they are offering, some are offering um, for a small charge and some are including it. Okay. Um, it's a great thing that they're offering it's a really good option um it's a really good um, absolutely so. absolutely agree claire let's let's wrap it up again uh, it was a pleasure having you again uh it was a pleasure seeing you last week thank you yes. for 
for being here. Um, if anybody of our listeners has any questions, once again, I will leave uh, a way of contacting you in the description. Uh, obviously, we're now with uh, last week's trips, you are, you are the most informed travel agent um, they could possibly find at the moment. Um, anything else, last words before we are out of here? Um, just everyone stay safe. Um, be safe. Very, very well said. Traveling again, but mostly be safe. That's, that's the biggest advice. And hopefully you can all get to Mexico soon. And support. <laughs> to, to your second home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Claire. Uh, thank you very much. If you, as a listener, are still listening and you like what we do, why don't you hit the share button or the bubble, the heart, the star, or whatever makes that thing float in the internet. Thank you for uh, listening and if you're on YouTube watching us. And um, yeah, I'm talking to you next time again. Thank you very much. So we. That was our podcast with Claire McGuire, travel agent. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. You will find her contact details in the subscription below. If, we, uh, if you still have some questions, feel free to reach out. She or I as well, I'm more than happy to help. So uh, once again, I encourage you to just reach out and ask us any question you might have. Have a wonderful day. 